Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Fuck it. wasn't supposed to happen. It wasn't in the cards. But here we are. Here we are. I'm gonna take a pillowcase and fill it full of bars of soap and beat the shit out of you. You stick classy. You are now listening to on one with Contos One. Hello, Gabby Harvey. What the hell are you? What's going on? Welcome to another beautiful edition of On One with Contos One. As you can hear, I am on the phone right now with the one and only uh, Gabby Harvey. Gabby, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's good to hear from you and see all the work you've been putting in the last year. It's been crazy, crazy, crazy to see uh, how much you've been growing. Uh, You know, I'm really proud of you and what you've been doing. Uh, Congratulations, first off, on uh, the new release with you and Don Dada. You got 100K or excuse me, excuse where are my my manners? Where are my manners? 120,000 streams or more. On your new single, On God. Congratulations, bro. Thank you so much, so much. I literally, I think I almost shot my pants when I saw that. <laughs> how, how, did it, how did it feel to see that statistic? It's like insane, no? Yeah, I was tripping because basically I woke up and I had obviously my Spotify for Artists app on my phone. <laughs> and I wasn't really keeping track, so I was like, okay, you know what, let me see what's going on. And I went on the actual app. And as soon as I log on, it shows me like 107,000 streamed so far and I breathed I called my manager I was like yo you're joking this isn't real what the fuck is going on like how did this happen it's it's like a surreal moment because you work you know your whole life for that moment and the moments that are going to come after it so it's like when that hits your phone you just like can't believe it you know so it's like when you feel that moment does it make you feel and think about like the like the past where you got into music like how did it like, when did you really get into music? And, like, what did that mean to you growing up? So, in regards to uh, looking back at, like, the past because of the track, I mean, for the last two or three months or so, like, my, like we've just been kind of understanding the game and more and more, like, day in and day out and started putting, like, our brains to it and trying to figure out, like, smart ways to get promo out there and, like, get our stuff to be reached by other people and we just like figured out the formula and then like my music's been doing well for the last three months and looking back at like the times when I was getting like 200 streams total mm. after releasing a song is like crazy and in regards to when I started making music I started I was doing music since I was little I was writing first actually um I started off as a lyricist that's what I was doing okay and then learning to play piano kind of brought like the whole singing thing in and I was like oh like, I think I can actually do this <laughs> you know so that started but 
I started like full force dove in like head first about five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah, five years ago. So that's when you really, I guess you took it serious in a way like where you were like, I could really do this on this level. But yeah, like I dropped out of college. I was like, this is what I choose to do. This is what I want. And I just went straight in. At, at the same time, like going straight in, you mentioned earlier about how you had to learn the game and like learn how to kind of move with the marketing and everything. How, you know, how has that been as an artist having to navigate through those channels and, and I mean, pretty much go through that whole process? Because it's a lot of steps um, and patience, right? I was honestly blessed to have met um, a guy who manages me today. Um, he, when he really came in with us was a couple of years ago and has just been like, like digging his head into books and like understanding the game and linking up with people like producers and singers, rappers, managers, blah, 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 and learning everything that he needed to know because he realized this is what he wanted to pursue as well. So it was just like a, a blessing, man. Like he came in fairly early into when I decided that this is what I wanted to do and for the first two years, I was alone with my producer and then met him, and he's just been, like, helping me with that a lot. So in terms of, like, the promo and how that's all getting done, like, I could just hand it back completely over to him. Like, he's really been killing it. So in that way, he's been able to be, I mean, your, your guiding hand in that respect where you don't even have to think about it that much and you can really just be that artist that you want to be. Exactly. That's why it's like a blessing because I'm able, I was focusing on that for the first two years and now that I was able to let loose from it, still learn, but learn from him without being the one to have to be at it 24-7. Right. So giving me time to actually keep that artistry flow going. So that's why it's just, I'm blessed for it. But you mentioned, too, um, you mentioned that you were more on the producing side. So now that you're kind of like more, you know, on the vocal side, how has that transition been? Because that's very um, different. I was never really producing. Um, okay. I was doing a lot of piano compositions. Strictly piano. Could, yeah, strictly that and strictly writing. Um, everything from poems to raps to songs to books to like rants and notes etc um but then it was more the transition between going from being a writer to going and being a singer songwriter it wasn't a hard transition i would say I kind of i felt like i i was complete in a sense like this is what fit like i, I was missing the last piece of the puzzle i guess mm. so it kind of just tied in together really well so then you have like all these different ways you could express yourself in music and then you have I mean, arguably, you have even ways past music, right? Like working on videos and whatnot. Does it does it ever interest you in making like a like a debut as a director? Have you have you looked to oh that my at God, all? Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like directing directing videos is my number one priority right now. I know that I that that's something I really want to tap into. Um, as soon as possible and I'm already starting to do that considering I'm working on my new project now and I took over all control of like the artistic direction so that feels really good and I'm starting to kind of put my foot in the door of like directing videos um, 
photography is something that really interests me a lot. You've been into photography as well? I've been wanting to get into photography. Wanting really to. Badly. Okay. Yeah. Because you see that with the videos as well. You see that potential, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So that, so then do you feel do you feel any similar pressures with the videos as much as you do music like any 100% really it's it's all tied in together so perfectly in the sense that like everything that gets put out by me for my music is essentially a part of me so regardless if it's a song if it's a photo shoot if it's a music video if it doesn't portray what I'm trying to portray, if it doesn't speak what I'm trying to have it speak, it's it's not okay. So the pressure of being able to kind of put that into everything that I do hmm. definitely gets a little tough, especially when you know you're obviously working with other people and you have people around you that put their input and it's hard not to lose touch of what you want sometimes. But, yeah. Not not getting lost in what somebody's opinion is and still sticking to exactly. what your vision is without, I guess, because sometimes somebody could have a good idea, right? But it's like that balance and finding, are they pushing too hard or am I compromising too much? Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. But that all depends too. Uh, sorry? Yeah, it gets tough sometimes, but it's, you know, manageable. It could definitely get tough, but then it comes back to who your circle is and how they impact you. Like, how is that? How's that been too? Because, I mean, I can't. Of course, I can't say I know you well, but it's been different. Like, as an artist, seeing you transition and like how you are uh, working now with a, a tight unit, it's like obviously that's going to inspire different sounds and and just overall different feelings. Yeah. What was the question? Sorry. Oh, I was just wondering, like, how has your, your circle impacted you, like, now that you're transitioning, just working with a group, and everybody's just dropping projects all over the place? Oh, my God. The, it's, you know that meme or, or whatever that you see going around sometimes where it goes, like, if you look around you and you're the, the people around you aren't the ones that motivate you, there's a problem, like, something mm-hmm. along those lines? Mm-hmm. I had this realization recently. Because I've always kind of been around the same group of people for the last five years. That was my producer and my manager. And recently this year, actually last year, I was introduced to a whole other group of people that we all we all just meshed so well. And we've been, we're still working together to this day. And like, I just woke up one morning and had the realization that I'm surrounded by incredible people. My circle is unbelievable. Um motivating and hardworking as fuck like it's just it's sorry are we allowed to cuss on you? oh absolutely cuss all the okay, fuck you so want yeah, motivating <laughs> as fuck and like just unbelievable man like that's also like when i like when i say i'm blessed i mean i'm blessed like it's, it's crazy you know, crazy. you know, you're you're blessed too because you have the you you have perspective where you're not getting, you know, you're not you're not actively getting jealous and being like, oh, this person's doing that or whatever. You you know, you really did point it out right there. It's like if you're not inspired by the big moves that your circle's making, then that's a problem. Oh my god, a huge problem. It's huge. right. 
it speaks volumes in so many ways. It's yeah. it's so important for us to be motivated by our circle because it shows that it's possible for, for us to do anything. And that's love, period. Listen, if someone's getting jealous or whatever, I think it's because they're threatened. There's no reason to be threatened if you have confidence in what you do. You know, I'm not trying to deal with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody honestly, wants that. That's, that's another reason why everybody around me is so fire because every single person is like that right everyone's goals are celebrated the same everyone's achievements are celebrated the same like and everybody's genuinely happy for each other when when something you know pops for the other like it's crazy (laughs) you don't have to second guess it no at all at all uh i wanted to i wanted to bring to earlier because uh you were talking about how like you know your music has uh messages and whatnot and how you you want to be you know, you obviously you want to be like, you want to be strong in your music with your message. What what are those messages that like the main points that people should take away from your music when they listen uh, to you? Female empowerment is number one. Boom. Hundred percent. Um, aside from that, the other things I talk about are, are things that are more personal to me, but it speaks a lot about how do I explain this? Like coming from nothing or they're coming from the dirt do you understand what I'm saying like I don't know how to explain other than like you can make it out of whatever situation you're in you more valuable than you thought possible you you, you, yeah like no matter I would say maybe in my opinion from what I took from that it's like no matter what like you can do what you want to do no matter where you come from and it doesn't matter who you are because a lot of because a lot of times I think people could be like have this idea where it's like oh this person did this overnight and like they have all these connections and they did xyz to or they sold their soul to the illuminati (laughs) (laughs) you know like but in but in the action but in the reality it's like you were you worked for this and you know it's 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 working hard while also working smart is it not yeah 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 I would I would compare this is what I tell people all the time. I compare my music to this. I don't know if you know what Kintsugi is. I don't know. Kintsugi is this Japanese art form where broken pottery, like vases, uh, plates, mugs, etc. Um, when they break, if someone drops it on the floor or something like that, if when it breaks, instead of throwing out the pieces, they actually created this art form where you take the pieces and you glue them and fill them in with like this gold liquid. And what that does is that actually increases the value of the plate. So the whole, like, message behind it is you can come from something ugly. You can be born in an environment you don't want to be born in, an environment that could have fucked you up. You could have been through shit that fucked you up, whatever the point. Um, But still come out not just put back together, but even more valuable than you were before. That is fucking beautiful. (laughs) That's big facts. That's inspiring. I was like, I need to explain this better because I just stuttered so bad when I was trying to explain that first no. message for the first time like this. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, I mean, I did get it, but then that example was like the icing on the cake, you know, yeah. like that really, that really brought it home. And I think, I think something like that is something that a lot of people need to hear during these times because it can really be easy to just, well, I don't want to say easy. It could be really tricky to get through life in a way where it's like oh, you know what maybe i might have to give up on this uh how, yeah, how how has it 
I mean, this is something that everybody talks about at some point, but really like with with your with your plans for the video, the release for the single, how has it been kind of adjusting to this uh, COVID lifestyle that we're in right now? Okay, I'm gonna say COVID was a blessing for me. Mm. Like no, no joke. Like it gave me the time that I needed to do more work and to really. The COVID is basically what what stems this entire project. The idea behind it, the music I wanted to make, the path I wanted to take, how I wanted people to see it, and all that kind of came into fruition because I had so much time on my hands. Hmm. And. So because of that and because of all the extra time, too, obviously, I was in the studio day in and day out. I was either home or at the studio. So it just gave me the time that I needed to really formulate a project and how I wanted to go about releasing it and what I wanted it to mean. Okay. And how and how is that process in the studio? Like, are you the type where I mean, you did describe just now it's like either home or studio. But yeah. do you have people who need to kind of pull you back and be like Gabby Gabby you're going a little too hard you need to you need some rest um yes my manager is the one who's, who would tell me that normally for sure <laughs> but um lately we've just all been working so hard that we're just continuously pushing each other to keep going because we're so close right and we know that like we're gonna rest when this is all said and done and and we're gonna be able to kind of take a bit of a breather but we're kind of more on the on the flow of like keep the momentum going and don't stop and like yeah take a day for yourself but you know keep it going (laughs) you know what i mean yeah because you you guys feel it right now you feel the momentum that's going on with the team we're not tired enough to stop you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you just know when you can still keep going that's the that's the fine balance too though with being a creative it's like the it's trying to figure out whether oh do i have enough batteries in me to put out this next single or work on this single or should i pull back are people sick of me does that ever does that ever come up as a thought to you by chance like oh you know like do you think about the process of like timing and like how to keep people entertained yeah like does that ever question does that ever come across your mind or are you the type where you're like let me create and just do my thing I was like that at the beginning. At the beginning of this whole, like, journey, I was really, 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 like, in my head about stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I was like, but we have to do it perfectly, and it has to be timed right because this and because that, and you know what? And then that thought of, like, people getting sick of me was always there as well. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of broke out of that shell because I was getting more confident in my music, and the insecurities were kind of coming off. And... Then I was like, I just kind of realized, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this for me. I'm going to, you know, understand the rules of, of this game and understand the industry and how it works, but I'm not going to let that take over either. Like, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to create how I want to create, and I'll come up with, like, a strategic plan to release it, but I'm not going to stop myself from doing it either. Do Do you feel that you found that confidence slowly through the actual music, or do you feel it came through... Uh, conversations, moments, light bulb moments? Um, no, I think it really came with the evolution of my music and seeing it, seeing it from like, or hearing it from the beginning and, to, and hearing it as to where I am now. 
like comparing what level I was at then and then seeing the level I'm at, I'm at, I'm at now, sorry, and, and the evolution between all of that is kind of with them that, okay, yeah, I, I got this. Like, I could do this. No problem. It, it it felt as though like it was actually believable then it's like the, yeah, this, yeah. This, this is this is what this is what this is what i meant for you like, feel purpose the evolution in this was uncanny like it was it was just it was fast it was it was evident and it was just like a click like i went through a period where i wasn't really making what i wanted to make but because i was lacking confidence and then as time went on that confidence just started growing like quietly and I don't know how to explain it other than one day I just broke free from it and was like fuck all of this I need to do what I want to do that makes sense that that makes absolute sense it's like as soon as that moment happened for you it, it, it was it was as if it started to reflect in the music too uh whether yeah. whether it be sonic like whether it be the sound or the confidence uh so it's like at one point it's it's like at one point the music you were still making it was good but you're saying it wasn't like who you it wasn't yeah, who you were yet I was, I was bombarded with the what are people gonna think mm. and i was so caught up on on that thought process that it was completely impacting me in regards to how i made and what i made in terms of music and so it wasn't allowing me to be 100% Gabby Harvey. And then one day I just woke up and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why am I trying to make music while thinking about what other people are going to think of it? Like, what? That, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, you, no, you of know? course not. It doesn't. So I was like, fuck this. Fuck all that. I'm done with that. I'm going to make whatever the fuck I want. And I literally wrote a song that same day. And that was like the initial startup of like what this project is about which is called revamp it's like you know upgrading yourself by the way shout out to my cat meowing in the back i don't know if you hear <laughs> <laughs> going going okay. super hard on the ad libs right now <laughs> uh, oh, it's a natural <laughs> oh my god totally oh, throwing shit. but no but so uh yeah okay so I have a very I have a very pressing question for you before we get before we get out of here. Okay? It's a yeah. very very serious question. Very very pressing. Um this is from an old Twitter post uh that you tweeted, okay? Now Okay, okay here's the question. How many bacon bits make up a bacon strip? Gabby Harvey, your response. 25. <laughs> 20 What the Yo, you actually had an answer on deck? Oh my goodness. I think I was really stoned when I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like when I found out recently and I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> Shit. So 25 Honestly, of those things. I had this conversation. I actually had a conversation about this last weekend. You had a whole conversation about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we came up with the conclusion that it's about 20 bacon bits because of a, some... We checked the measurements for, like... I don't remember what, but, like... It, okay, a bacon bit apparently is, like, folded in half, so if you unfold it... 
You can hold on, hold on, hold on. You can, you can, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can fold a bacon bit in half. I don't know. Apparently, bacon bits are like. I'm just gonna shut up right Yo, now. Yo, bacon bits are fancy bitches. I didn't know you could fold them in half. Versatile no, as fuck. Can, like, like unfold them. Unfold them, fold so it them. Makes it a bit bigger, so if you calculate an unfolded bacon strip and put it on a bacon. No, an unfolded bacon bit and put it on the bacon strip. Yo. And if you calculate how many you need to cover the whole strip, I think it's about 20. Holy shit, you just did Pythagoras with bacon bits. That's crazy. <laughs> Advanced algebra right here on the On One with Contos One show on That's Spotify. True. You know the fucking vibes. Wow. Okay. I would say so. Like, you just. <laughs> You just solved every world equation. Einstein is shaking. Thank Einstein, you Einstein is shaking right now. Albert Einstein is shook as we speak. Um, no, so, so, Gabby, um, thank you so much for coming through on, on this show. I'm sure you didn't, uh, you didn't guess that we were going to end it on bacon bits. Um, but just quickly, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for coming on for sure. Um, also... You know, uh, I I wish you all the best, and uh, I'm looking forward to everything you got in store for us. Um, before we get out of here, uh, is there anything else you wanted to say? Anything you wanted to plug? Your social media, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera? Uh, my social media is I am Gabby Harvey. Harvey spelled like the restaurant without the apostrophe. S. <laughs> and- I love that. <laughs> Alright, man. We're gonna be looking forward to it. Gabby Harvey, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're awesome. (laughs) No doubt. Take care. Have a good night. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a motherfucking rider. So no sleep, can't let myself eat till I get my fucking paper My dream's so sweet, on the motherfucking heat in a 96 Rover I'm a motherfucking rider